0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: to 2018. I hope you guys are ready for a great show tonight because I am. uh, It seems like we've been off for a long time. I missed it, y'all. So I hope everybody's uh, having a good day. I hope everybody is excited about this um, new year and about the new things that have happened. So um, we're going to have a good show tonight. So tonight uh, we're going to talk a little bit about... Um, of course, what's going on in the news? It's a whole lot going on that we're gonna have to talk about tonight um, plus, we're gonna talk about what's happening um in business, we're gonna talk about a little relationships, so we're gonna get into it tonight with a whole lot of good stuff um so but before we do that, of course, y'all know um what we do, I got to make sure and say hello. To my some of my favorite people, my co-hosts, um, the ones who, as they say, who make it really, really happen. So first, let me say what's up to my girl from Miss Curvy Kitten herself, Kelly Johnson. What's going, going on, oh, what scale? <laughs> Curvy
0: hey, <laughs> I was waiting
2: out my intro song.
1: Look, like I, yeah. I know it's 2018. Got it. I almost you but call me flipping. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Where's my song? You fancy me? Just because it's a new year don't mean that uh, you don't get no song anymore, huh? Right. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. And then, of course, let me say what's up to my uh, favorite um, hair care and skin care mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ms. Ella's by the Design Miss Ms. Uh, Shaquilla Willis, what's up, Q? Hey, hey, what's up? I miss you, guys. Hey, you
3: oh, we that. missed you, too. <laughs>
4: so, how about you got a little feedback. Hold
5: on. Yeah. So, how about you got a little
3: feedback. Hold
4: on. Yeah.
1: Somebody turn their uh microphone. There we go. I don't know that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Somebody turn on, on
4: the
1: phone? <laughs>
3: I'm as low as I
0: can
1: mm-hmm. go without you guys so you guys can still hear me I think. So what is it? Okay. I don't know. I think we got too much technology going on in my place and it's probably not like <laughs> it. Yeah, we got too much. Oh, God. <laughs> we got a whole we got a whole lot of tech happening here tonight, so I know we're gonna figure it out. Oh, went
3: like he got to show, show a snazzy new app for Christmas, you guys. So with that being said, with the snazzy new app, <laughs> we have to work out the bugs that come along with it. Y'all check out our new our new situation. It's sexy, right? I like that. I like it. We get to I see like everybody. It. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, hmm I, I like yeah, it. It's your patience is appreciated. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, jump into this show. And uh, as we as we figuring out whatever the world is going on, we gonna to get together. So let's go ahead and jump into the show tonight. We got a lot of cool topics coming up that we gonna talk through. Um, and as always, if you guys have any questions or comments, y'all um, on the live feed, you can question put put on put on the live. Um, and if we are on um, the um, if we are if you're in the group, continue to put those in the group. So. All right. Everybody cool? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Cool. All right. All right, y'all. So first up, we're going to go with, uh, you yeah, we know, we're got going to talk about Oprah. So let's go ahead and see what see what Oprah is talking about. So, Q, go ahead and take us away. Okay. So for
3: those of you who don't know, Sunday was the Golden Globe Awards. And um, if you've been watching the news, you know that a lot of, the celebrities have been rallying around the Me Too movement. Um, the Me Too movement is something where the um, celebrities and women all over the world are basically stating their stories. They're sharing their stories and um, around sexual harassment in the workplace, in the industry, period. Um, and they're using, they have been using the hashtag Me Too. So celebrities took it one step forward and the attendees of the Go, uh, the Golden Globes decided to we're all black in solidarity with the women who have shared their stories via the Me Too movement. And Oprah won the, um, oh, my God, I just, the name of the award just escaped me completely. I apologize. Um, somebody help me out with the actual name of the award you won. The, the oh. actual Kel, do you have it off the top of your head? Ooh, no. no. <laughs> okay. I thought, you were, I thought you were helping me out. No worries. You're good. Okay. So well, anyway, so she won. I thought I
6: <laughs> you thought you
3: did? Yeah. <laughs> no, problem. <laughs> no problem. Okay. So it's basically a Lifetime Achievement Award that she won. Uh, Sydney Poitier also won it. And in her speech, she basically lit the world <laughs> up in the way that only ITO can do. And basically set the record straight as far as how it's a new day. She um, had a beautiful, beautiful speech where she had talked about her um, struggle as a woman or her um, aspirations as a young woman coming up as a woman of color, as a woman, period, and aspiring to be more, and how... Other women have wanted to do that and are aspiring to do that, and despite the challenges that women in various marketplaces, she featured tech, she featured um, the uh, Hollywood all over, like from normal women to celebrity women. She covered the ground, and she basically lit the social media of the world on fire with this speech. And with that, we now have hashtag Over Twenty Twenty, where. Everyone wants Oprah to all of a sudden run for president because she has rallied the troops, so to speak, and has got everybody fired up around the Me Too movement and getting us back right again. Um, lots of conversation around Oprah 2020. Um, the most, a lot of the news stations are sharing posts and I mean sharing. Uh, Interviews from her in years past, because this is not the first time the people have rallied for Oprah to run for president. Like, this is not the first time. Um, so so she, we've got its own record that she had zero desire to run for political office. But despite that, here we are again with Oprah 2020, and that speech had all kinds of Barack Michelle Obama vibes attached to it. Um, and it sounded like a I'm testing the water kind of thing. But that's Oprah. That's kind of how she does it. Her speeches, so you know it is what it is um, what do you guys think i I'm here for oprah i don't I don't want her to run for president though, as far as that's concerned, I'll just wrap that up before i uh throw it to you Kel but um I don't think she should run. I think she is way more effective in the lane that she is in um from a personal from a from a woman to woman perspective I don't know why in the hell in this climate, she would want to come in and again be the cleanup or again try and change things when our country is so not in the space for that. Like we're ready for that, but I really don't see the rest of the people ready. for that. So I don't. As far as, as, far as I don't
2: I don't get it. I I'm cool on her running. Kels, what do you think?
3: Um, I was actually doing the same thing about. Oh, but she didn't. Oh, uh, yeah. she's
2: just not. She's not president, period. She's still person, but yeah. I don't think she's Well, yeah. Right. So yeah, I had my whole speech ready, and then he started talking about it. it was like, she did run, five so I um, With you, I did I did like her speech. I'm glad that she rallied the truth, and I hope she got them fired up to be ready to work on
4: other things
2: besides her campaign.
3: In the room? Okay.
0: Yeah.
6: yeah
3: uh, when you go ahead and tell me what, what is? How do you think
1: about it? I think I, I, I'm with I, I hope she doesn't run. I don't want. I don't want her to run. I want her to be Oprah and not turn into um, anybody else. You know, I think that she has I think Oprah has a ton of social capital um and part of me thinks that her running would mess up um would mess up her trying to be who she could. most of her influence I think is because she can be who she wants to be. Say what she wants to say, and not have to worry about being presidential. The other part of it, and the other reason why I'm okay with I don't want her to run is because um, her her um, what would be her platform, you know, in terms of running for president? Was she, you know, like with Trump, he he had a platform of economics, but really her genius is business in terms of growing her own business and social stuff. So what would really be her platform? Um, And how how comfortable are we with her going to, you know, making decisions on economic stuff? So I think for me, I would much rather Oprah stay Oprah and in the lane that she's in and not try to do something else. So, I mean, now let me ask you guys, do you think that in terms of, because the other, I had this conversation earlier today, and one of the questions that was asked was, would she be better than um, like Hillary? And and I said that, um, that I can't. I can see if it was a competition between her and um, is and Hillary, then I don't. I would think I think Oprah has a better shot at winning over Hillary, but no. I, I would rather her not. I'd rather her be Oprah, and that be it. Cause she's great being Oprah yeah. right now. <laughs> she's awesome. #Hashtag this be Oprah. Yeah, like seriously, I mean, think about it, Kels. Can you imagine? Like, yeah, anything else? What What else do we What else do we want her to be? She needs to stay Oprah. You said she needs to stay Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. Now let me ask you this: Do you think there would be any, like, let's just say, she, um, let's just say, she decided to run? Here is the question that I wanted to know: Can tell me you what your thought on this? How do you think it would affect her? Do you think there would be any effect on her in terms of like because she's not married? Do you think that there would be you know because she's had this long-standing relationship with Stepmen, but they but they've never been married.
2: Oh yeah, They're, I'm sure they'll 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 bring that up as part of a scandal, or she'll have to go ahead and get married real quick. They gonna she'll have to get married, or they gonna say her and uh her and Gail are uh going together. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I think agree. She, but again, she is Oprah. Like Oprah's, <laughs> Oprah, Oprah, Oprah's in her own lane. So I don't know. America might be okay with Oprah being just Oprah, but I, I don't know. They, 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 she'd have to have a first. You know, she'd have to have a first somebody. So, uh
1: uh-huh.
2: You have to go make Steadman an honest man.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. It would definitely be interesting. Um, so for for those who guys, again, as you guys are, are commenting, um, again, now I can see him. Um, so we definitely have some, We're having this whole live thing. Um, but anyway, all right, we're getting it worked out, y'all. Just be be patient. We good. All right. So what? Um, I don't know. Like I said, I thought you did a good. Were there any other highlights? what's the what's the main that also won last night at the oh no let me see, what did y'all think about her speech was my question because I think one of the things that we can't look over is she gave uh, an outstanding speech last night that we definitely have to uh need to need to give some credit to. What did you think about that? So.
2: what did I think about her speech? Yeah. Um I mean I th- I thought her speech was wonderful. I was I was very glad that she told the story about her seeing uh Sydney Portier and then her being the first black woman to receive that award. Like I thought that I was like, Yeah. I just wanted to make sure Oprah was still with us. And that that yeah. maybe had more faith in because 'cause y'all know everybody know I'm an Oprah lover. It, when I when I gauge where I'm gonna get? I gave it to Oprah, so right. uh, yeah, I'm very pleased with that. Very pleased. Mhm.
3: Yep. I wanted to see Oprah when I grew up. Like, she's the reason why I went. I became a journalism major in my yearbook. Like, that was my goal. I wanted to become the next Oprah. So, yeah, um, the speech was yeah. beautiful. Like, it was beautiful. Um, and again, I I know why people wanted her to run. It, it was just um, it was one of those you feel it. You got the goosebumps. You were watching people. You know, you watched the crowd as they were, um, <clears throat> as they were yeah. taking it in with us. Like they felt that. They felt every bit of that, and it, it transcended to the screen. And she does what Oprah does, <laughs> and, and I loved it.
6: Yep.
1: Mhm. Okay. Yep. yep, yep. get right. Oh, yeah. I thought, and I thought, so what? What's the, what was the guy's name who won? I thought his speech was pretty good too. The
3: guy from This Is
1: Us. Yeah.
3: I just started to see that in my feed like within the last hour. I had to pick it. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't even
2: watch that yet.
3: But I've, I've seen it shared, and there's been positivity around it. So he must have had a brilliant speech as well, because I've had some. Some uh, I know ASA. I think ASA is where is who I saw share it, and he was
1: he was here for it. <laughs> you know, I'm seeing what yeah, he Asa. said. What he said was that that was really dope. Was that he said that you know he had the benefit of playing. Um, what did he call it? Gender gender um something roles basically roles that were anybody could play black or white he said but he said but the reason that he really appreciated this particular role was because it it was written only for a black man and so it had to be passed by a black man which to him meant that you could not ignore him um any longer and so he thought that that was great, that now he was in a position where he could not be ignored any longer. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty dope. Um, he, you know, he thanked the writer. So.
3: And this is us premiered tonight, didn't it? Didn't it come back on today? So that was like perfect I, timing.
0: I yeah. know I didn't know
3: you Yeah, I've been avoiding This Is Us like it has All kinds of bad juju because everybody I know that watches it Says they always post about how they cry And I cry enough Like I'm <laughs> past five Y'all be jonesing over the TV So the last thing I need is a show that Makes me laugh happy I mean cry happy And sad tears like that's too much I just I can't I'll just Catch up with y'all on the feed <laughs> I review. I can't I watched two episodes and I did cry, and I said, yeah, they ain't lying. I trust them. I mean, from hardcore thugs, yeah. to super southies, Every everybody time. feels this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold.
2: Hard pass right now. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs>
0: Mm-mm. Oh,
2: that is fun.
6: All in my field. Okay.
1: All right, so Golden Globes was pretty cool. It was definitely pretty – it was it was interesting Like This is the other thing about the Golden Globes that I think that any a lot of people haven't mentioned is this is one of the few years that I think, like, there was no white man that was nominated for, like, some role, like, Best Actor or something like that or something. And so I thought that was pretty interesting, too. So. Say hey, that one more
6: time, that, i would- Father, this, say was, one more time.
1: This, this, this was the first year that there were no white men that were nominated for, I want to say it was like either best actor or like best film or something, some role, some major award, there were no, they weren't um, they participating. Nobody was nominated. So mm. I thought that was pretty interesting too. Oh, oh, before we wrap up the
3: Golden Globes, I saw this this morning on Good Morning America. Before I was leaving for work, did you ha- did you watch the show or have you been catching up with like clips? Either of you,
6: just clips. Uh, really.
3: about- I don't. I haven't watched it. Okay, cool. Me too. I've been doing clips too. So this cracked me up and sent me with a good chuckle on my way to work. So <laughs> um, they were overall saying how the Me Too vibe of the Golden Globes had the men overall feeling very uncomfortable. So the the nom- the um when they started to announce the nominations for best director, <laughs> the female announcer said, and the nominees for best director, the all male nominees for best director are. So <laughs> then they, as you know, how they usually go and they pan each director, you know, or each nominee to see their excited face or whatever before they find out who the winner is. Y'all, these were some of the most I don't know what to do with myself expressions I have ever seen. It is <laughs> those men didn't know if they should be excited to be nominated. They it was like so mm-hmm. awesome overall just to even have it be set up that way. Like I don't know if they all if multiple um categories were announced that way, if it had been more than one, but that was very telling as far as the energy. Of the room, it was very Mmm, what do we do here Like even when they won, dude was like hmm, Okay, they were like putting their heads down <laughs> It was just Yeah Things are changing, and that was very interesting To watch, and I laughed I won't even lie, I laughed
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely Definitely Alright, Phil <laughs> I, I, Let's go ahead, Keep going Why are you laughing?
2: Oh no! I was just laughing for going. Cause we're, what story are we about to go to next? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. But anyway, ladies mm-hmm. and gents, the next story um, is about uh, the new tax laws, the changes that are happening um, with new taxes and the let's see with our well with forty five and them. Like that's how you have to refer to them.
1: <laughs> you said forty five and
2: more. <laughs> Nobody wants to like I'm scared to say, you know, my you know, because he's not my president. Like I'm scared to say it, so I get all choked up. I'm like, Forty five <laughs> But anyways, um one of the things I just wanted to give uh people a few pointers on uh some of the changes and one of one of the major changes I don't know if people realize was the uh, different tax brackets. Um, the number of tax brackets that uh we have now there's seven mm-hmm. and so those tax brackets range from ten percent of your income tax up to thirty nine percent of you know of your income that you will be taxed for income tax. So they changed that to where there's only gonna be three brackets, maybe four. So that means the richest people, oh, wait, and then they're going to change the numbers from the uh, 10% to 39%, it'll be from 12% to 35%. I know I just threw out a lot of numbers, but basically the richest people that would have been in that 39% bracket, they're going to already get a 4% uh, break based on the new law. And then people that were in the poorest bracket, if they're in the where they have to pay 10%, they're going to get a 2% increase. Other mm. income, because the lowest went to twelve percent. So that's one way of looking at it. Um, from my understanding, though, the brackets may not affect anybody until 2018, uh, because the you know most of the tax software and all that had, has already been released. So they were saying with, with those brackets, it may not affect you until next year. Um, another change was in Let's see. And the um the, one of the luxury taxes I wanna say. Um, there's there's two taxes for people that make over a hundred thousand dollars, they have another tax. And then those that have a state that's worth um I guess between a million and five point five million dollars. Those individuals they're taking away the taxes that they have to tax on that amount of money, they're taking that completely away. Mm-hmm. so long story short the the rich the richest people will get tax breaks, and the poorest um, will some of them will get an increase now some once at a certain level you won't have to pay any taxes, so I guess the poorer of the poor um uh, you know may see a break um, but yeah, that's the gist of it um so those of us that are some, in
1: the middle – oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Wayne. Didn't, wasn't there also some adjustments to, like, the um, uh, the penalty for for those who don't take the Affordable Care Act, the Obamacare? And didn't he get rid of that, that mandate as well? Yes. Yeah.
2: I was okay. looking for I was looking for the layman's term to make sure that did pass. But so something changed when it passed. Everything didn't you know, mm-hmm. the the bone some of the bones of the act changed. Um yeah. that was one that I hadn't come across yet. To see if really had if they really had took that out. Um Okay. And I think with that with mm-hmm. that move it was still it would it would still help, you know, the wealthier of the nation, like it's not definitely not anything that's gonna help those of us that were getting it through our job anyway, and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as a tax so professional, Kel- what is your point you?
2: No, I, I was just gonna ask.
3: Um, in the news, everyone has been saying, and you may have covered this, and I got mixed up in some of the jargon and the terminology. And if I did, just clarify it for me. But um, mm-hmm. when they were talking to us, they were telling us. That as early as February, maybe even March, you will start to see differences in your take home pay. Um, the middle class will start to see it in their pocketbook. How true is that? What bracket, what ranges, how will we have to set ourselves up to fill that in our pockets? Is that a positive? Like, what okay. break that down for the people? Okay. That, that yeah. was.
2: <laughs> that was kind of what so I figured that would be the most important. So, that was kind of what I was trying to break down. But I know if okay. you start throwing numbers in there, it's going to get lost in translation. So, mm-hmm. with them breaking down from seven tax brackets down to three, that means those of us that might, like, I've, I've always been in the highest of the middle class as far as how much I get taxed because I don't have okay. any deductions and things like that. So, the max you can get taxed right now was 22% if you're if you're not making over six figures. So okay. basically that middle tax bracket is 25% now. So, yes, I'll probably see a change. And those of us that are already getting taxed at that highest, the 22%, we're going to see a change because now it's going to be it's more than likely it will be the 25%. So it's still okay. based on your income on which part you're going to fall in because, you know, based on your deductions and stuff, you might have already been at the max. So if you're already at the max which was like twenty two point five, you'll be you'll see a decrease because you'll have to pay more income taxes. Mm. But the other
1: side so, okay, yeah, that I mean but it's
2: still I don't know what the exact yeah I don't know the exact numbers for the cutoff yet. That's what I that's what I don't have. Like to know what is the num the dollar amount to go between the twelve percent tax to the twenty five percent and then from the twenty five percent to the thirty five percent.
1: Yeah. okay and then I think the other the other part <clears throat> excuse me of that is that with the increase in the standard deduction the expectation is that people who are under that hundred thousand should they're saying should see more because with that with that additional increase in standard deduction you should you should get more deducted from your paycheck as opposed to when it was twelve five or whatever it was um previously is that is that
2: Accurate.
0: Uh, yes. Okay. (laughs) I think it still it still
2: goes down to where you fall in the in the brackets. It's still gonna fall down to that. So. Okay. Because, like, but if you again, if you're on the high end and you get the most taken out, so for. Just for a tip, if you see the changes for them taking more money out your your check, don't be alarmed because of, because of the dip, deduction has gotten bigger. That means when you do file your taxes, the amount of money that you could get back would increase. Right. So is that clarified. Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. So they say standard deduction, that means before any of the itemized deductions that you would take the standard is higher so in essence if you pay more in you're going to get have a chance of getting more back so yeah
0: okay I got it.
2: um there's some other they did add um I think there's a new deduction for taking care of an elderly parent. Um, I think that one passed. Um, mm, really? Nice. It's like a five dollar deduction. Um, also the I wanna say the child tax deduction increase, but the number mm-hmm. of children that you can Decre- um claim decrease. You can yeah. get more get more for each child. But the number you can claim decrease. It was only three, so, wasn't it? That. First place, it was like you could.
1: So, so Those
2: four, three, pretty, yeah, pretty much is three. Okay. So yeah, I don't know if they're moving it down to two or what. Well, like that's that. I probably wouldn't figure that out until I start preparing taxes. So it's not it's not making it explicit. <clears throat> list I haven't. A document yet that. Gotcha we have, to, we have a
3: few questions Ebony wants I'm going to hit them with you And you can, you can respond Ebony wants to know What about the disabled And Kelly Kelly Kell um, Wants to know What about business owners How does it change Deductions that can be claimed So we've got Interest in the disabled I think that's along the lines Of being able to take care Of an elderly parent um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Kelly wants to know About business owners How is it going to affect Business owners
2: Okay. Right. Now, in my opinion, it should help business owners if you have an LLC. Correct. If like if you're filing under S corp or corporation or nonprofit or something like that, where you know the business taxes are separate from your income tax, then that's not going to help you. But if you're if you file like an LLC where you can limit liability, then that should. Help you be able to get those deductions to get the most money back. Mm. If I said that clear. <laughs> as so as LLC, far
6: as
3: the, right. LLC will see some type of breaks, but the sole proprietor, the other type of designation may, it's not something you not you won't see any help from that. Is that right? That's right. Because it's,
2: okay. it's not filed with your income So Okay. If it's foul, if you file it with your personal income taxes, that will help you get a break on getting more money back. Um, so, yeah, I think those of us that have are at a higher at a higher end. I definitely think having a business or something that you can use for deductions to get the most deductions will help. So
1: having mind a you, and, and, and when you say yeah. LLC, you're not As you're, you're also including. You're all, are you also including corporations? S corp, C corp, those as well. You're just saying that somebody who's not a um, who's not a, a sole proprietor or this is a partnership, but basically they have a separate tax ID number.
2: Right. Yeah. That, that's why those that okay. can't file the taxes with their personal income tax, they won't miss, they won't get any help from this. This is only going to be those that can file it with their personal income tax and use those deductions on their personal income taxes.
1: Because you know, with a
2: with most of the time with a business, if you unless you've been paying taxes in all year, it's just gonna make your taxes be down to zero. So it's not gonna give you any money back. It's just gonna say you don't have to pay in. So okay. that's the angle I'm coming from.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. All right, and I then exactly. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry
2: for the disability I'm thinking it'll probably fall under that same section for the elderly care now you can claim there is a a disability credit if you're taking care of a disabled person and you list them in a household that's something totally different from that um, the new elderly care credit Mm -hmm. if that's answering her question Yep.
1: yep okay All right. All right.
2: Oh, thank. That was
1: we'll, heavy, y'all. We'll, get back to hot. All right. Yeah, we oh to. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll continue. We'll have to keep <laughs> going through this because this is going to be new. Uh, it's gonna, a lot of new stuff. So yeah, we'll definitely have to do this again too because I think a lot of people probably got a lot of questions. So we want to make sure we get as okay. much as possible. So. All right, y'all. So I don't know if you guys also saw two real quick things. Then you know, we're gonna go to our first song. Y'all know I gotta talk about my boy Levar Ball. Levar Ball, the the, the father of the big baller brand, um, who, um, who y'all know I, I, I support. And so there was a story out or there was a report out that um, several of the coaches, several, uh, several NBA coaches have asked the media relations staff to revoke credentials of basketball writers who interviewed Le- LeVar Ball um, because he made some comments about Luke Walton, who is the Los Angeles Lakers um, coach. And so, um, so of course they've been on him real tough lately on Lavar real tough, and people and fans and journalists have been kind of clapping back, saying like Jamel here was very outspoken about it. Like, listen, uh, we already have enough issues. We're trying to uh, censor the media. Uh, why would you? Why would you all tell us that we can't? That if we were, if we interview somebody, you're going to take our credentials. Let us do our job. So they're coming out. They're still trying to give my boy. Um, and that's all good. They, that's what they're supposed to do. But so he going to keep, he's going to, you still know, what did he say? And still I'll rise. So uh, <laughs> Lavar, LaVar going to do LaVar, and that's what it is. But today was actually a pretty interesting day. Um, so his sons, you guys know his both of his sons, the one that he pulled from high school and the one he pulled from UCLA, uh, went over to play in Lithuania. Today they played their first game uh, in Lithuania, um, the older son, the one that went to to UCLA, um, was at L- Jello. Yeah, I think that's Jello or L- <laughs> Jello or whatever the movie is. Um, he started, but um, not the of uh, the younger one. But the younger one um, has a pretty decent game, actually. So it was like ten points. You know, he had like ten points, certain amount of rebounds. You know, so he had a pretty decent game. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole game, but from what I saw, he did not look uncomfortable. He did not look like you know he looked like he was a high school kid, but he was real, real. You know, he played all right for his first game overseas. So pretty interesting, pretty cool. Um, and they're gonna keep they're gonna keep hating on my Olivar. Uh, they got a new story up now talking about how the Lakers again need to hold him accountable um, for. Um, hold him accountable for making his comments again against against um the coach. But it is what it is. The team is not very good. The man can say what he says. You know, and as Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas um, said so eloquently a couple of weeks ago, this is not new. Parents being like this is not new and it's just a part of the NBA. So all right. We're gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna unless y'all have a comment on that, I know you know that's usually my my uh my thing.
2: <laughs>
1: I
3: don't have
1: a comment on Mr. Ball <laughs> yeah. You did real good man. I'm going to let you
0: have that honey mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
1: That's my figure That's my figure <laughs> But fellas We're doing listen, good <laughs> y'all We catching it up all time <laughs> right. so Fellas, if, y'all, you fellas it. if you <laughs> Yeah fellas if you have any any anything to say about it put it on my post on, on my Facebook page but we're going to definitely, like I said, they hating on them. they hating on them. And uh, y'all tell me what y'all think. I just, I'm i posting it right now on my Facebook page. But so we're going to go ahead and get oh, this wait. first song. Go ahead. Oh, Reggie,
3: Reggie on my live says, so they're trying to influence the media the same way
6: 45 does. so
1: Pretty much. Exactly. Pretty yeah. exactly, Reggie. That's exactly what they're doing. And that's exactly yeah. what if you go on Jamel, Jamel Hill, Hill, like on her Twitter page, she says the same thing. So Exactly. So, they're doing too much. Again, you yeah, might not agree with, with what he's saying, but he does have the right to say it. Hmm. So,
3: I don't think we should silence anybody. Well, no, Shutting
4: up.
1: See, almost got me. <laughs> nope, go to the song. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, yeah. this next song. This first song we're going to do is by Carolina Savage. It's called Ain't My Fault. After this, we're coming back from the break, and we're going to jump into these two big stories that we got going on. We need to talk about what's going on with Tamron and Juju, and then we got Mama Eve. And I got something to say about Mama Eve after what I just saw. So, all right, we'll be back after this song, Ain't My Fault by Carolina Savage.
0: Yeah.
5: L-I-E.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, stack my ear, fool. What? Ain't my fault that you ain't bread from the
5: street. Ain't my fault that you was flexing and we seen it. Ain't my fault that you got hit up like Tahiti. My fault that you ain't man enough to beat me, beat me, ain't my fault that I'm the man when you see me though, though, ain't my fault that they the man just to see me, ain't my fault that I'm the man in your city though, ain't my fault that Carolina made the city blow, fell asleep in the trap when I woke up and the sun was rising, can't recall but all I know just see my door was rising, yeah I'm strapped all day, no pillow talk, told it with me so much I'm starting to think that the Mac do walk that Carolina, did you see I'm blowin' heavy dose chilling with my own army. Now I'm talking helly, so talking about some apes. i I'm screaming heavy time. Send me type of the spark to yo. I'm screaming heavy smokers. Ain't my fault that you ain't bred from the street. Ain't my fault that you was flexing and we seen it. Ain't my fault that you got hit up like Tahiti. Ain't my fault that you ain't man enough to beat me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man when you see me though, though. Ain't my fault that they, they demand just to see me, see me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man in your city, though. though. Ain't my fault that Carolina made the city blow. It, it, it's that country back up on its country flow. In the city, it's a must. I gotta let them know. Best I play like you ain't heard about that jump out. That Vando open fit. Probably would have jumped out what you talking about that action. So let me say why I'm stepping from the wood. bitch was cracking. Let me tell you, I have been repping east side. See well the CV talking six over. The GDs, no affiliation What you talking, I'm syndicated Boy, you really hating You just mad cause I really made it What you demonstrating How to be the boss of the struggle I'm connected in the hood And I really know how to hustle Ain't my fault that I'm the man When you see me though, though. Ain't my fault that they the man Just to see me see me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man In your city though Ain't my fault that Carolina Made the city blow I brought the city, hope man with my dough and they'll never see you float, float. Hey, 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 hey. What fool? Yeah, 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 yeah. I brought my fool to the gangster for real. Better know that you get the picture. I line it If you think that I'm With you I'm the one that They'll call Get the situation Done quicker If you don't know about it, Everything lines. that I do Is intense, intense, intense. Ain't, ain't, it, ain't my it, fault That you ain't bred from the street. street Ain't my fault That you was flexing And we seen it Ain't my fault That you got head up Like Tahiti my fault that you ain't man enough to beat me, beat me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man when you see me, though. though. Ain't my fault that my they demand the just to see me, see me. Ain't my fault that I'm the man in your city, though. though. Ain't my fault that Carolina made the city blow. <laughs> <laughs> ain't my fault. Right. Ain't my fault.
2: Yeah.
3: You gotta say it hard like that. My (laughs) fault. Hey, my (laughs) fault.
1: Got it. All right. All
3: right. So, next up, we are going to talk about Cam and Juju. Um, For those of you who are in the Scoop group, you have become very familiar with the Cam and Juju scenario. Um, I was lost in the sauce until the post. In the scoop, so I have been brought to speed brought up to speed but for those of you who have not, um, Cameron is the cam that we are speaking about, and Juju is his longtime girlfriend um, long time meaning decade or more um, longtime girlfriend so Cam and Juju been down for about a decade or so, and here recently they have um, been making their rounds around the radio circuit because they have recently split. Um They split, and it has been reported (laughs) that Cam Ron on the Breakfast Club stated that Juju was no longer fun, like the relationship wasn't fun. And that is um, what I'm understanding is one of the reasons why they are no longer together. So when the word got back to Juju, of course, she had to then respond and say her piece. Well, in Juju's defense, she says that during their relationship, she decided to um, she decided to further herself, to grow herself. She got degrees, she went to school, she started businesses. She, um, for lack of a better phrase, she commenced to glow up. Okay, so she matured a little bit more than when they started out and decided to do things for herself. Um, in the interview, she stated that the reason why she wanted to grow herself was because she felt that he was doing all of this to set themselves up long-term, and he was working so hard. At some point in life, she wanted to be able to, if he decided to sit down or he needed to sit down or wanted to take a rest and relax and enjoy himself, she would be in a position to be able to help them sustain as a family and continue to live the life in which they were accustomed. She wanted to be the team player is how she set that up. So as we know, the Internet went crazy. (laughs) We saw memes and videos <laughs> talking about how Cam abandoned his ride or die when she decided to do something for herself. Um, how you know he wasn't it wasn't fun when she decided to do you know how dare you keep that because it wasn't fun fun but, like <laughs> it went crack cray okay everybody went left with that and then on the flip of that the fellas had. The yes, stated, well, maybe she wasn't fun. Maybe that wasn't what he wanted. Was she really not fun anymore? Maybe the degrees didn't have anything to do with the business. It didn't have anything to do with it. Maybe with all of this newness, she wasn't the same juju, like the juju that he knew and loved, and it wasn't fun anymore. Um, I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched the full interview of either of them. Um, neither am I a Cameron fan. Um, but I am very, very aware of the idea that the com that the public has of what rappers, how rappers love, how rappers date, how they do relationships. And on the outside, initially, I was like, "Ooh, that sounds bad." You know what I mean? I know, I know, y'all probably thought about it too. Cause the shock value of the headline is like, "Wait, what?" But when you think about Men and you think about men as they grow through time, and I have the personal, I have the personal relationship with some people who are in that industry, so I know the the line that they walk as far as trying to maintain normalcy and then still be a part of the life. So it's interesting. So I had to look at it from that perspective and think, well, maybe it wasn't as shocking as we thought. In ten years' time, there's a lot of transition that can happen in his career, her career, their lives this, that, and the other thing. And so I was able to kind of take a step back from it a little bit and possibly see the normal people problem <laughs> or the normal people scenario that could be kind of underlying in this. But, um, yeah, it got real interesting. And I know we talked about it a lot in the soup. When, what, because what, I know, I think you watched one of the the videos, one of the one of the actual interviews. So you might have a little more to add to this. What are you, what's your, your two things on this?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I think he the way he stated it that you know, that I she wasn't fun anymore might not have been the best um the best way to state it. But I understood what <laughs> he meant, you know. And I and, and it's not just your what you were comparing It's not just a, a rapper issue. It's a um any male or female who is in a who is a considered a public figure and has a very public life there are certain ways that most people like most people not all like to live their private life um and mm-hmm. so and a, and a lot of the way that they like to live their private We like i say we like to live our private life is that we have an expectation that the things that are um outside of outside of that area will be fun meaning that it won't be stressful um that our relationships won't be you know um, something that causes us a lot of um, of pain or pain or stress, not pain, not that she would be pain, but pain, yeah, or stress, uh, a place of comfort. And so I think I think what I interpreted him saying, because even on his interview on the Breakfast Club, he, he purposely said, you know, look, I'm not trying to bash her or anything like that, but it just, he was just kind of like trying to get past, like, yeah, it just wasn't fun anymore. It kind of like moved on, you know. So I don't think that he was, like, against – because people took it in the media like, oh, he's against her trying to grow and get better. And, no, I don't think that's what he's doing. I think what he's saying is, listen, I have a stressful enough life, and I want the type of person who um, – it's just, you know, when I come home, almost like a friend, and we can just kick it. Now, you know, again, I'm not saying he was right or wrong. I'm just saying I, I think I think the way it was interpreted was is wrong.
6: Yeah.
3: Kelly,
2: what do you think? Um, For him to be mad about his wife having some goals and accomplishments, then were they married? Were they
1: married? No. Mm-hmm. They were not married.
2: Okay. Are leaving his boo for that is just ridiculous to me. So.
3: Was that the reason, Wim? Did he say that was the overall reason why? I don't think
1: well, I ever got No, no. That's the way we took no, it so I thought he so, said so Kelly,
2: that they didn't have as so much fun. Uh-huh, that so right, like they exactly. didn't have as so much fun.
1: Correct. But so Kelly, here I let me ask you, this question. You, let me let me put it in a way let me put this in a way that I interpret it. So you're running okay. you're running cur- you're running curvy kittens, you're doing you know, you you doing what you're doing, all of the stuff that you do, right? You come home to a relationship and to a person that it's always serious. That y'all can't have fun. That it's never, you know, y'all just can't kick it like y'all are used to doing. At some point, aren't you going to be like, you know what, this ain't fun no more. I'm out of here. I can't. I need. I don't need this stress.
4: Say again. Okay. I said
1: with, all, I, with all the stuff you do right now, you spend. I mean, I know. Okay. I pretty much. Not. I don't know your schedule, but. I know that you work a full-time job. You have, after that, mm-hmm. you go, you know, to do your curvy kit and stuff. So you got the shop, you got your events, your, you know, your young girls' events, you got data stuff, you got all of that stuff you do. So when you come home, the person who you come home to, your expectation is that this be a relationship that's fun, that's not stressful, that at the end of the day, during your day, you don't have to be doing a whole lot of fighting and bickering, and, you know, we can just, you know, we can just do it, you know, kick it. Right? Right, right, right,
0: right. right. That's all yeah. he's
1: saying. All he's saying is we no longer could do that because our relationship changed from where it was fun, where we could have fun and do stuff like that, to now she's always serious. We always, you know, it's always other stuff. I just want to have fun in my relationship. And, again, not saying he's right for thinking like that or for for ending a 10-year relationship. I'm saying on some level we have to understand that him feeling like that, being as busy as he is and whatnot, it's not uncommon for people who are extremely busy and already stressed in other areas of their life. That's all I want to say. Right. But I guess what –
2: I understand what he's saying, but – like, the video I saw was from her. I felt like she didn't feel like there was discord in a relationship. Like, she didn't feel that way. She felt like she was out there taking care of business like he was and that he would appreciate that. So right. I'm not buying this, oh, she's not fun anymore. I'm buying this hate, hating that she maybe not, she ain't at home cooking when he comes through the door.
1: Maybe she
4: didn't have <laughs> <to> that murder <laughs> So, yeah.
1: I'm taking it a because he, he didn't say it was any problem. Somebody, if he wanted somebody, if that's the type of relationship he wanted, and that was fun to him. Why is it a bad thing to, uh, for a man to want to be with a woman who can, who who is at home, and when he comes home, it could, I mean, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean,
2: there's, And there isn't, but I guess you would think if you're growing as a person that that person Mm -hmm. has enough love for you to love you while you grow. I mean, if a person changes to better themselves, I don't know. I mean, I see what you're saying, and you're right.
1: Yeah, and I I see what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that I can see mm -hmm. the way he thinks. I'm not saying he's Mm -hmm. wrong. I'm saying I can see that line of thinking and understand (laughs) because in his mind— money is not an issue. But in her mind, money could be an issue at some point. Right. And so I need to be in a position right. to to take care of myself or if I never have to take care of myself, at least I'm in a position where I can contribute on a better level financially. So I get both sides of it. I just think that, again, I think that we can't, you know, we have to, that the, our initial thing of saying, oh, he's wrong for leaving her, you know, after ten years, it's kind of let's look at it from you know we have to look at it in a bigger picture. The other part of that is again, y'all were together dating for ten years, and he never married you. So what does that say? Sure. So, well, evidently we know he
2: doesn't
3: it. like change. He doesn't like change. You're <laughs> 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 <Just> thinking? Oh <laughs> <laughs> my. Um, 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 he needs Kelly to get a says, poem, dog. yeah, and a dog <laughs> um, <laughs> <Kelly says> it's, <laughs> uh, it's definitely Kelly says it's definitely possible that they just grew apart, if not being fun anymore it could just be could be just that they weren't on the same page anymore, and I responded to her, and I said, I actually thought that could be. An option as well and he probably thought him trying not to share his business thinking oh, I'm just going to say it wasn't fun and they're going to skim over it but that like ignited yeah. a wildfire yeah. after that you know he might have been thinking it was being private and that's and that ain't what you want to play on um, <laughs> Reggie says that it seems like maybe she grew up and he didn't oh my god my life just started jumping and my screen hasn't caught up so hold on let me see um Yes, Reggie said maybe she she grew up and he didn't, which is also a possibility where he had, life okay. hasn't made him have to yet. Like he's still living his his rapper his rapper life. Um, Kelly says there's a lot of responsibility in growing with someone. A lot of times somebody somebody gonna get left behind. Very true. Latasha says according to her comments on Love and Hip Hop, the distance was getting to them too. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, both yep. couples were happening in separate places. Mm. Yeah, because you can't pick up and travel that quickly when you're starting a new business or working a bu- That's true. Um, uh, Carrie said, she said they were going in opposite directions and grew apart and she was not going to compromise on certain things. She wanted to be respected. She said she brought certain things to his attention, for instance, liking certain pics on. Carrie, liking certain pics on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> so they have been engaged.
6: <laughs>
3: uh, Latasha says they have been engaged for years. Kelly says, "Shoot, if I'm looking at potentially doing life with your ass, oh, I love the spelling with your ass. The least you can do is keep it fun. Whether I'm 36 or 76, boring ain't gonna cut it. True." Latasha says um, that she thinks that they were engaged for years, and Carrie says that that's what she said. That she now, ladies, listen now, Instagram. Juju, boo-boo. Do not. Instagram, <laughs>
4: listen. Instagram,
2: Have y'all seen Instagram
6: is real. Instagram, Instagram is real.
3: Is real. But if you've got degrees, businesses, 10 years, and if you listen to the song, Kelly, I shared one of the songs in the group, I mean on the live feed that is supposed to be a loose uh, backstory of some of their situation. If you listen to this song, and if even a part of it is remotely true, if you go through all of this <laughs> what a man, get bitch. You better sit down about an Instagram like you, girl. <laughs> I am so frustrated by that. Like, I want to take back all of the stuff I was trying to give her as far
2: as her. am getting You can't, you cannot. Hey, that's part of their life. They are in the limelight all the time. Instagram is probably like text, like we, us uh, Texans, are inboxing what, Instagram, here, and
1: Instagram. Have y'all seen, but, but here's, here's, have, mean, y'all seen, a, have y'all seen her Instagram though? Uh uh-uh. uh, no. <laughs> go go look at her. Go look at her Instagram page and tell. And and that's why it's like, come on, really. <laughs> but wait. Uh,
2: but Tay on my on my comments, Tay said that it could that it could be an ego thing for Cam. So yeah, it yeah, may
0: just
2: it be his ego. That she's doing something and not barefoot in the kitchen.
1: It could be <laughs> very well, very well. But again, I think again it goes back to if that's what he wants, the type of person that he wants to be with, then you can, we can't. We have to respect that. Again, we might not agree with it, and because they were not married, you know, it's, it's <laughs> different. So, all right, y'all, let's, we gotta uh, keep going because we are so we are so behind time. So, all right, come on, let's keep going because I'm going. We are not ending this show without talking about Mama E because I am I am all right, I've been so here's, here's Mama E's. So for those who don't know and haven't seen, uh, there's a restaurant in Oklahoma City called Mama E's. Um, it's a food restaurant that um, had an incident on social media where the, there was a, a customer who bought food from the restaurant. Um, apparently, based on the interview I heard, she left, took the food home, came back later. According to the owner, it was three hours later, came back to the restaurant, uh, and said and showed them some yams and said that there was a roach in the yams and showed it to them. So apparently the person who she spoke to initially was not the owner was very rude to her um, and wouldn't give her her food back or her money back because she said um, she wouldn't give her money back. So she goes and talks to the owner, um, which the owner then says um, she's not going to give her her money back as well. The young lady goes to social media and shows a picture of these yams with this supposed roach in in the food um, and blast this restaurant for this incident. And so in the process of that, um, the owner gets on the social media post and says Uh that she's lying, that the reason she didn't give her her money back um, was because um, she didn't have the rest of the food how are you going to buy thirty-three dollars worth of food and only come back with the gas yeah, and expect for full refund? Uh, and then she also um, said that, which she said that she really didn't care about if, if black people or these people were mad because eighty percent of her clientele is Caucasian and only black people and only twenty percent of her clientele is African American. So of course that went viral. Um, the, lady, the owner comes back the next day and puts up another uh, apology post saying, "I shouldn't <laughs> have said that. Um, that that was I shouldn't have said that my business has been so black people have been supporting my business for a long time, um, and that's not what I meant." Today, and this is so. First of all, let me, <laughs> let me say that I woke up this morning defending this defending this black-owned business. I've been like high ride for LeVar Ball. I ride for all black owned businesses. Anybody who knows me tells you Wentworth Burns rides for the black business owner. I ride mm-hmm. for because I'm one of you, because I think we need them the so hold nine. I ride for us. I ride for us hard. I wake up this morning trying to defend this lady, saying we need to give her another, this business, we need to give her another opportunity, we need to support them. I write I out. An eloquent email, might I add, that gives them six or seven <laughs> steps things that they need to do to help fix this problem. And then I get on and hear this interview that she does, and this lady, the owner of the restaurant, who just so happens to be a pastor's wife and the, and the, and the husband of the pastor, because now I'm mad. It's on another radio show defending what she did, saying that the reason she didn't give the girl her money back was because she didn't have the food, and so she said uh, she tried to give her half her money back, um, and which was basically saying that she was doing something special by giving her money back, saying that she really <coughs> didn't think that it was a roach, um, that um, – that people come into her like to come into our business and want and expect more, which sometimes we do, expect more than what we want to pay for and don't really want to spend any money. And like she put her foot all the way in her behind. And so now, um Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. And it was a radio station
3: in Memphis, mind you. Memphis.
1: It's all the way back. Why
3: all the way Are you cleaning
4: the air in
1: Memphis? Wait
3: a
4: minute!
1: That's where the radio show was. Yes. The radio show was in Memphis. Yes, that radio yes. show was aired in Memphis. <laughs> in and Memphis, nearly, I'm not in Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. You did a radio show that's on an uh, AM station in Memphis, Tennessee, to try to defend what you did in Oklahoma City. Let me say this: that was <laughs> the absolute. I've been holding this in for the last couple of hours. The absolute, <laughs> key total, dumbest thing I have ever seen when it comes to business. Why would you, in your Charlie Brown mind, decide that you want to get on there and not eat humble pie? Eat your humble pie and go on the ball business. But no, you want to get on here and flex. And if you watch the YouTube video, y'all, I'm going to post this YouTube video. If you see this YouTube video, then people play her because they then on the video her, on the video of her interview, they have they have pictures of food with roaches crawling all over them. So now they're uh-huh. making you look even worse, and you steady going to and talking about yeah, we're gonna be all right. We just gotta no, 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 no. Yeah. no. This is not how no. we run this. Not how we gonna do. Not at all. Horrible. I can't. Absolutely. Look, I'm I, at this point. I'm disgusted. I mean, y'all, y'all saw me in the school. I defended this lady all flipping morning, and now I'm. Pissed. You did. And no. yes. now. And now, on top of yes. that,
3: when <laughs> on top of that, this woman. Now, if ever there was a need for Facebook jail. Home should be in it. Because on top of the posting, the 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 live videos that have happened, the the all this extra, she has also apologized and I'm not you know, there have been a lot of people talking about apologies. She's made a public apology on her page. But in addition to that, she then reaches out to the young lady who initially you know, who has the issue with her and inboxed her a message, and I really wish I could remember where I saw this, but there have been so many feeds surrounding this subject. But it was screenshot how she, was, she sent an uh, inbox message to the girl saying how she's basically saying that, you know, it's hard when you're working in a business, it's not your passion, I really want to be a stylist, I didn't know it was you at first because your hair was full back. Had I known it was you, I would have treated you a little bit differently. I would have done a little more, like,
7: all of that. <laughs> like, just no. stop, baby. What are you doing? So all oh, they did, when, as soon as homegirl got
3: it, she posted it and said, I'm going to leave it at that. And then, of course, the 50,000 people who have been following the story now commenced to pick it apart. Oh, so you only care about the people that you know? Only the pretty people that you know? Only the pretty people get good service? Oh, so you really want to do hair, so why are you here? Why don't you go to and close up and open your shop? Like, Just shut up. Look, yeah, I, I said it. But a,
0: what?
1: That, that, that $33 is about to cost. That one dollars lot. Is about to yep. is about to cost a whole yep. lot of money.
2: Tell That's, me what you gotta say. I'm just saying, why did put that woman business out there like that? She did not She didn't out there that
4: with the world.
2: Like <laughs> she did. She, she did. Like she pulled a she pulled that take and two move with that spinach.
3: <laughs> but you also have to understand oh, these are kids. She she picked a fight for the child essentially. You know what I mean? Like, this this is their real house. Social media is like their kung fu, and, honey, it's strong. Like, you know how long? I never even heard of homegirl, but everybody knows her. This made it to Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Like,
7: for the fact that they wanted the story in Memphis. (laughs) Hold on.
2: It's bad. It's bad.
3: It's
2: bad. The the young lady that she didn't pay the money, that wanted her money back is a young person? Yes. Now listen, I don't know her, and again, black don't crack.
3: But I'm looking at her pictures, and the, the the way that they're talking, and the vibes of her friends that respond on the page and stuff. She she appears to be a younger woman. So with mm-hmm. that being like, you expect different from a different mm-hmm. demographic. That's not talking down on anybody, but hey. Everybody's everybody's uh, uh parameters are a little bit different. So she, she appeared young to me and the the comments that this got traction because young folks picked it up. And then we kinda on the back end of this figuring out what's going on, but honey, they, they took this and ran with this. This this has gotten way bigger than she ever could have expected. And when
2: you're right, it's gonna cost her way more than that thirty three, honey. Way more. Well. <clears throat> but what one thing one point I wanna make was that for her to come out swinging like that on the on the post about the 80% and the 20%, yeah. like, I felt like that that was something she had been holding in for years that she wanted to tell Oklahoma City black folks. Like, she had that in the back, in her back pocket ready <laughs> to shoot. If anything popped out, <laughs> she was going to say that. Because that, somebody bringing back some food to your restaurant should not cause a ruckus about you talking about 80% of your customers are white. Like, one customer shouldn't have brought out the art- artillery you had saved up in your mind like that. So I think she wanted to say mm-hmm. that. And the reason her, her apologies aren't coming off sincere because she really has a problem. That's, there's something, an issue she has with the black community, in my, opinion,
1: yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I think that. And then she also in the interview said, in the interview today, she made the statement that um, part of it was that she was tired because she had just, she hadn't been at the restaurant. She was at, had just got from finish doing somebody's hair um at home. And so again, I'm not I'm not discrediting that the fact that she very well could have retired. So I don't discredit that. I don't discount that um or anything. However, again, it was thirty three dollars, like it was thirty three dollars.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she kind of that
2: thirty three dollars for nothing.
1: Thirty three dollars, right? You talked you? about it, like,
2: right? Where do you complain right. about? And you only spend thirty three dollars in her establishment? Then
1: give it to a bank if for it's only thirty three dollars, right? I'm just saying. Unbelievable. I said thirty three dollars for one meal. Yeah. alright yeah. you All right, y'all. Let me let's go play this song. This is our new. you know get to. I, I got some more to say about this. I'm probably going to be on Facebook Live about this. Um, tomorrow, I might, but I got, we got I got to get to talk more. Because I'm, I'm livid. I'm seriously livid about this. I'm livid about the interview because, number one, like I said, I ride for, for small business owners. And number two, like, you're making it worse. You're just making it worse on yourself, and, and it's not even necessary. Like, this is not that big of a deal. This is an easy fix. Um, and so, yeah. Talk about it more. But all right, so this is new music we got. So, for those who don't know, um, we feature, uh, we love to feature new uh, indie artists or new or indie artists, period. Um, so, if you are indie artist and you have music, it, email to us, glo- uh, e- email to us, radio edited copies of it um, to gmail at gmail.com. This tonight, we have a, a new artist, um, and I really like this song. It's called Your Everything, and his name is Jermaine Bollinger. Um, you can check him out on um, on YouTube or and, and get this song. And he's got some other songs here that are pretty dope, too. So um, You're Everything by Jermaine Bollinger. Uh, and this is our new music feature for the night. You know that. Play, I love it when it does. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Yep. Just loads and loads. Okay. I love technology.
2: Gotta love
4: it. Hold on.
0: All right. like you. Thank educating.
1: Mollinger, that's B O L L I N G E R. Okay, I hadn't spelled right. I'm okay, gonna post it. Well, gonna... I'll, I'll actually post it, so go ahead.
2: Okay, well, uh, we'll have posts with the um, the link for the new music, but we are going to move right on into our hot topic. The hot topic is brought to you by. Curvy kitten clothing, where self reflection is perfection. Um, so, hot topic. It's kind of a two part. It's a two part question. Uh, well, not a two part question, but asked the two different audiences. So, the question is, mothers, what uh, tips would you give to your son about dating slash relationships? And then the other part of that is fathers what tips would you give to your daughter about dating and relationships? And so since we have a mother and a father on the line tonight <laughs> from our lovely host, I would just start with them and then we'll get some comments from from the post. So let's go with Winfred. If you had a daughter, what tips would you give her. I know you have a son, but if you did have a daughter, what dating tips would you give to her?
1: Oh. <laughs> How old is she?
2: Uh, okay.
1: Uh, 13. 13? <laughs> 13, yes. If my daughter's 13, I'm telling her, don't worry about my little boys. Go ahead and get your degree, get your education. No, but if we talk about dating, what would I, what would I tell her if we talking about dating? Uh, I would tell her yeah. that at this that at this age, you want to pick the you want to pick the guy, or first of all, don't worry about um, don't necessarily worry about what guys are saying to you right now, but pick the guy, or who wants to be your friend first, and who's going to be patient with you, who's going to be um, loving with you, who's going to listen to you. Um, and who's going to treat you like you are, um, like you're beautiful? Not just want to um, be with him physically, not just you know want to get to know you on a physical level. Um, I also <clears throat> let her know that at thirteen, it's very difficult to tell who that who that boy is, or who that man's going to be because most thirteen-year-old boys are still boys and don't know themselves yet. So don't rush into anything. I would tell her definitely. To, I would definitely tell her to save herself for marriage. I would tell her um, yeah. to watch other um, successful women and listen to other successful successful women um, in relationships um, and listen to them not necessarily to do everything that they say, but listen to their wisdom to, to just to pick up on what it's like to be a woman. Um, but that also, I would tell her also that to look. When she sees me, don't see me, don't look at them and see and compare them to me now because I used to be them, some of them, and we grow into men like me, the white guy. We grow into a man like me.
4: <clears throat>
2: okay.
4: Very good,
2: very good. Mm-hmm. I Look, keep on the throat so I know you're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> um I I'm
4: gonna take
3: <laughs> um, so my son, and this worked out for me. your question worked out for me because my son is actually older um than my daughters at this time, so my son is fifteen and um cannot wait to be a husband and a provider and, like, get his grown man on. He has told my husband and I this since he was, like, five. Like, he was ready to have his wife and his family and get on with life, okay? So for us and for me, um, being his mom, I have made a point to express to him to slow down, to take his time, and to figure out who he is first. Um, I... He I'm not gonna I'm not I don't shelter him from getting out there and experiencing things because I know kids are going to do that regardless, so I like to keep it open between us. So I tell him to um be honest and to look for women look for girls, young girls who are who share the same interests as him and don't just share his eyesight. Um, because at his age, pretty trump everything a lot of the time. So yeah. You can waste a lot of time, you know, leading with your eyes. So I tell him to pay attention to the substance of the chick (laughs) before you, you know, you go deep. Um, That way I'm not interested in hearing anything deep at this point. He had a little scare earlier, and I had to tell him, see, I told you, calm that down. You know what I mean? Like, everything is fluid right now. So I want you to be having fun. I want you to be hanging out, learning each other. Um, one of the things that I shared on your live that I'm going to end on, I mean, on your feed that I'm going to just hush on because I could, like you said, I could go on and on with this one. But um, one of the things that I told him was if she is more interested in what her crew has to say than what you have to say, move on. Um, because that is a trust trait that does not really change as we get older. I've recognized that in women my age, older than me, my elders, younger than me, like in little girls, you can see that insecurity thing. You can see that when your ears easily turned to others. And especially in teenagers, that can get dangerous. So as a mother of a brown son, that's something he hears often. <laughs> because hearsay, rumors, things like that are not only detrimental to, like, the dating psyche, those can derail your life. So that's the main thing that I tell him. Like you need someone, if you're going to be entertaining and spending time with someone, do that with someone who is going to listen to you and who is going to put themselves in the space to hear you out, you know, and and, and go and, and do that because high school is rough. It's rough. And I thought it was rough for me, but these kids have a totally different set of things that they're dealing with. So I have to, I try and be as honest and real with my sunshine as possibly as, as I could, because yeah, I
6: fight did kids. Did you call have Did you call him? you call Did you, call, did you, call me, you that, did just sunshine? He is. Oh. Yeah, you didn't know he is my
3: oh.
4: sunshine. He is. Oh. He is.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's my only oh. point. <laughs> I don't know. I know he said, do I call his no sunshine in, in public? No, he knows. <laughs> we got to understand. He already knows.
3: That ain't changing. <laughs> You're my only one. You good? <laughs> you be all right. <laughs> oh. I don't bother basketball court or nothing like that, but he knows.
0: he my Thank sunshine.
2: You. Thank mm. you for not doing <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the, um, a, a few of the comments. I thought some of the guys on the Daughters one had some interesting If I can get back to her real quick, yeah, all right, okay, hold on. So, uh, one father says he tells his daughter, Don't date a man unless he can meet him because he has questions. Um, this one, I thought another one that was interesting, interesting said. Every every man you meet is going to want something from you. Just remember, you are in full control of what they receive. And they capitalized full. I thought that was very good. For you. Say that, that one more time. It, it made me think. It says, every man you meet is going to want something from you. Just mm-hmm. remember, you are in full control of what they receive. Mm.
6: That's it. That'll preach. That's a good word right there. <laughs>
2: Right. I'm like, a lot of people that made me think now, like,
0: hmm. right, women need to hear that, <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> uh, another, another father said, Stay away from guys like me,
4: mm.
2: and uh, somebody else asked him, Like you, in what way, if you are her example, and he was like, That's a lesson I'll teach her later.
1: <laughs> uh. uh. That's that reverse psychology. That's that
7: good old reverse psychology, y'all. <laughs> I understand. I,
4: I
2: actually
1: might,
2: uh, understand one said, Yeah, one father said that he um, that he gave his daughter the Dakota ring to be able to d- decode the BS that boys would shoot her away. Hmm. and uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I thought that was kind of neat. There's uh, oh mothers the mothers post went in there were some yeah Q had some on there Uh, look this one was funny one of my friends said that she tells her son don't kiss or you get mono (laughs) stripper stripper (laughs) toxin die (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna get mono and die I was like dang Uh,
3: the baby gonna be afraid to kiss forever.
2: (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> right?
1: No, oh, no you
2: won't oh, No, you're Yeah, I was probably no, how, yeah, no, how many women said something about fingernails. Hands. You never know what people look at, but several women. Yeah, se- it was, yeah, it was more than one. Several women said something about a woman's fingernails. Really? Make okay. sure they're saying uh, something about, you know, the Chips fingernail polish. Um. Hmm. One... Lady said, "Check OSC, check the background, which is which is good. I check OSCN.net dot net, and I'm sure there's an OSEn that's Oklahoma's uh, network, but I'm sure there's a a state course network in all states. So there's a TSen, OSEn, So yeah, get on that OSEn dot net and check out people's backgrounds for you older those older children." Mm-hmm. Um, there was some also about parents, if, it, if she, you know, see what her relationship is with her family, with her parents, is she respectful. So I thought those were some good tips. So have y'all had uh, – Q, have you had to talk with your son? Is, are these things that you, that you tell him already since he is older?
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. My son um... – has often had to, he gives me the look like, okay, you know, often. I was raised with my mom don't pull no punches. Now, she's age-appropriate usually. <laughs> so I was raised with a pretty open dialogue between us. Um, so that's always how I wanted to be with <clears throat> with my kids. So Adrian gets the uncut. When he's doing too much, I tell him. When they're doing too much, I tell him. And, like, I mom, his homies, when they when they outside at the basketball court, when, you know, outside out, my house is the, the cool house. So I can come home from work, and there's 15 kids outside my house. You know, so when I get out, everybody speaks, we chat, I check on everybody, how was your day? So, like, it's understood that I'm going to tell you the honest truth. You know, I don't want no babies. I don't want you putting yourself in those positions, but it's bigger than the babies. You know what I'm saying? Babies is like the last thing on my mind. All the other stuff that happens um, before a baby shows up, I'm, those are the things that I'm worried about. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot. I, I, yeah, I, I want to set my children up to be the best that they can be. I'm, I'm not for that. All that figured out as they go, and all that how y'all, you know, we all got to bump our heads, damn that. Like, if I knew and had someone give it to me, because as cool as my mom is, there was a lot that I think she still let me get on my own. You know what I mean? And there were some things that she just kind of skimmed over. But, for my, like, I want to go there. I want us to have those conversations and let him know in that way that he gets that, this is what it's like. This is the real. I don't sugarcoat when it comes to bills. I don't sugarcoat when it comes to dump the, the double standard. Like we real open around here. James often has to look at me like, girl,
4: shut up. Like that
3: ain't what they supposed to know. I'm looking at him. like, my bad. Because <laughs> I, I, I would I would. I'm telling. He was when I tell him about this part of the show later. he's gonna laugh because since Adrian was little, when he would come and ask me for little stuff at the store, mommy, can I have a piece of gum, Adrian? I got forty two dollars and all of this is 42 you know like we do not have candy and i've been that mom since little bitty and he's been the one to tell me like kids don't need to help and i'm like no but they do and now that we're old they're older we're able to have a different kind of conversation because of that um you know, because they know I'm not going to lie to you. And I've told them I'm never going to lie to you about anything, which means you need to come to me with the truth. I can't help you out of some dumb shit if you don't tell me all the information. You know, sorry, Gwen. But I can't help you <laughs>
6: if you <laughs> lie to me.
3: So I'm going to be truthful with you because I expect the, the same back, you know, from you. So that, that's how we rock at my house. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, so with your son is your son is younger, so what age do you think you gotta have start having talks about dating with him?
1: Uh, Trey? Oh <laughs> Trey is my son. We're gonna start about ten about ten or eleven. We're gonna start I mean, I've already so I've already actually started teaching him about girls. Um, so little things like you know, even now at five Trey, we hold the door open for young, for young ladies when we come in, when when they're coming through the door or, you know, Trey, you know, I'll tell him like, if he's doing something, Trey, we don't put our hands on women ever. Yeah, this is how we deal with, with young ladies. And this is how you deal with mommy. When mommy does this, you don't, you know, like he'll, cause we can wrestle. And so he'll go home with her and try, I'm like, no, Trey, we don't wrestle with mommy. Mommy is, you know, mommy's different. You do that with daddy and with mm-hmm. your friends, but you don't do that with mommy. With mommy, you gotta, you know, Oh, okay dad, okay. You know, so we'll talk about you we'll talk about that kind of stuff even now at five. As he gets older, you know, we'll introduce more stuff to him. But yeah, the full conversation, probably about ten or eleven. Yeah. Okay. Ten or eleven. That because indeed. I started young. A I started young. B um he is a he's a burn, <laughs> And so I know what that means. And um and and like you said, he's a, he's adorable.
4: So
3: straight mm-hmm. my, <laughs> my
2: yeah. mm-hmm. I I think if I had children I know it would be very awkward for me, but if I had children I would try, I would try to hold off as long as I could. But I think I would kind of wait for them to ask a question that I knew I had to take it there. Mm. I don't yeah. know. Just I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't have experience, but just from having a whole bunch of nephews and my sisters being candid like they are, like They break you in, everything we shouldn't have to, you know, think you know, we should have to talk about. Like everybody all the aunties and the mom don't have to talk about everything going on and every bump and hair that's (laughs) coming up all these boys. So I just feel like I, I was okay with my little sheltered life. So I would like to keep them sheltered for as long as I could. I would wait for them to ask that. But when they ask that mommy, where, where did I come from? <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs> but, yeah, I would try to hold off as long as I can. I Yeah, I would wait for their maturity. But I think you guys are awesome uh she has a very good tip. Thank you to the people who participated um in those questions and some very good advice and hopefully this will help steer the younger generation into the next, you know, into some into some better dating and love situations. That was kind of my goal on asking those type of questions um because that's that's one thing I do like to um you know, get feedback from from young adults on why do they think they have to be so serious or have to rush into something? So, thank you, guys. And that is our hot topic. And next, we are getting ready for our passion talk with the Firestarter. Yeah. All right. Ms. So,
3: Nick. you have been off for the past few weeks, and you have been craving the Firestarter. I know. You don't have to tell us. <laughs> we know. <laughs> We've been a payment for this new year. And it is time for us to get our lives right, get our focus together. So Miss Sicily aligning us to be our best
7: selves in the twenty eighteen. Miss Cicely, welcome. <laughs> get our get light this fire for the people for the 2018. <laughs> <laughs> hello, 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 my sugar wooker
3: booker. Hello. hello.
7: Right back to you. Hello, Scoop Nation. Hello, hello, hello. Happy, Mm. happy, merry, merry New Year. Merry New Year year. in the 2018.
4: (laughs) Merry New
7: Year. year. I pray everyone is off to a great start, and we're running a little bit behind, so I'm going to get right to it, okay? Because I want to get trouble with win. All right,
1: definitely. All right. Take your
7: phone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am, am I being spoken to? I don't know. What's going on?
1: I said, take your phone. No, you got. You doing.
7: Oh, you're, you're sweet, sweetie. Actually, you know, I think I should be okay, actually, within a 10. But let's let's go for it. Let's see what happens. This is a Cicely Victoria, owner and founder of Passion International. My business is to help train and equip people to find their voice of identity so they can stop people pleasing and be empowered, encourage confidence, and communication. I'm a certified professional coach. I'm a counselor as well, you guys. I am the queen of empowerment, and I set people's lives on fire for a living, and that's why they call me the fire starter. Welcome to Passion Talk where we give you practical tools for everyday living so you can press into your personal power. So as we mentioned, okay, whole new year, whole new, you know, determination, hopefully you guys, right? Everyone's typically fired up and ready to go for the good stuff in January. So I'm going to get you while it's hot, all right, get you while it's hot. So um, today, today we are focusing on to say what you mean and mean what you say in 2018, okay? Say what you mean and mean what you say will be our focus of discussion. We are talking about definitiveness. We are talking about definitiveness. And if I were to subtitle this, it would be um mentioning not just to make a resolution but a resolve. Okay? Not just a resolution but a resolve. So let us discuss this a little bit. All right. So we're going to talk about three ways in which um you can say what you mean and mean what you say in a greater way in 2018 and in this year um, to be more definitive. So we know I'm a wordsmith. We know I love my words, so let's break this word, definitiveness, down a little bit. It is accurateness. It is certainty. It's closeness. It's definitiveness. Again, it is uh, definitive, It's efficiency, exactitude. I like that word. Exactness. It is faultlessness, incisiveness, it's mastery, it's meticulousness, it's precisiveness, sharpness, and skill. It is strictness, it is sureness, it is truthfulness, it's veracity, and it's verity. All of those things mean to be definitive, okay, or to have definitiveness. So I want to say that people attract to things that are sure, you guys, okay? So people attract to things that are sure and a sure thing. And they do not typically buy into confusion, lack of courage, or confidence in any capacity. So as I'm speaking about this, I want you to um, utilize this in every aspect of your life, in any measure or level of relationship. All of this is universal and can be applied um, thereof, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, So people don't like wishy-washy. They want to know what they're going to be t- that they're going to be taking care of when they get alongside you. And even if they like you as a person, they won't support you in much because if it doesn't feel like you have enough weight to take care of them, at least to the extent that they are caring for themselves, they more than likely are not going to side with you, okay? So this is some yeah. like characteristics and things you want to keep in mind. People love security, not just women, people in general. And when you have a certain vibration about yourself, because everyone has a certain level of vibration, you can magnetize what you will to yourself or have an energy field to yourself what you desire. We're going to talk about that a little bit more as well. This applies in every sector and space of life, as I mentioned, your professional life, your friendships, your parental, your romantic relationships, et cetera, okay? So any measure or dynamic of relationships you need to consider this for and apply to. Um, this uh, Number one, we're going to go through the three things that you can uh, apply to say what you mean to mean what you say in a greater way, to have a greater level of definitiveness in, in 2018, okay? Number one. I want you to rid yourself of every sense of defeatism in your life. We know at the beginning of a new year, you know, everybody wants to do better, want to go on a weight loss plan, want to, you know what I'm saying, eat better, we want to lose weight, we want to, you know, have um, greater success in things. But I'm mentioning these things because of greater success or improvement doesn't just happen for anyone, no matter, I don't care, what happens with the year and what month or, you know, day we're in. It doesn't matter, and we don't have to wait for trying to feed off of everybody else's energy at the beginning of a new year to try to get some of our own, okay? You don't have to do that. You can have that at any point in time of the year that you have need of it, but these things must be required of you, okay? So, number one, you've got to rid yourself of every sense of defeatism in your life. What is defeatism, starter? Defeatism is a lack or low language, as I call it, that is a residue of unsurety, it's insecurity and rejection that resonates with others that aren't like that and makes them flee like a plague from you if you are like that, okay? So any type of, and we all have it to some degree, okay? So no shame to anyone, but you have to be aware of it. And you have to make sure that you don't wear it like a cloak, okay? So if it's residue, we can deal with residue, but you, if you're wearing it, okay, and getting up intentionally every day with a lack and a low mentality about yourself, you're already losing, all right? Just get back in bed, all right, and try it again because you need to make sure that you are uh, operating and resonating at an energy that is going to cause you to be an impact player in life. We talked about that before. So if you want to magnetize the right things to you, then you can't tolerate anything that is lackluster, okay? You can't tolerate things um, that do not have the sheen or the shine, if you will, that you want to present in order to have a certain energy field to magnetize things to you. Listen, if you are supercharged, okay, then you are able to supercharge others. That's why I love for Q to do my um, introduction. No shade to anyone else. But she has an energy, okay, that vibrates, right, with the fire starter, and she, she, she sets me up. She volleys me to take that energy and that fire, and then I just keep it going, okay? You see that, how it works. It's like a domino effect. All right. So you want to have people around you that have the same resonance and vibration in order to give, you know, the feed off of the juice, in other words. All right. So you have to, in this number one, uh, rid yourself of every sense of defeatism in your life. That's what we're focusing on. If, if it's not most natural to you, and for some people it's not natural. It comes pretty easily to extroverts a lot of times, but we know everyone's not an extrovert. That's okay. Introverts, you can have it too. You need to cultivate it on purpose, probably a little bit more intentionally, and work it into your life, and then you need to rid the other stuff out of your life in order so you can do the transfer, okay? Language, for example, practical example. If you're one that uses terms like, I don't know, I think... Maybe so on and so forth On a regular basis That only indicates That you are not a definitive individual That only indicates That you are not a person who knows how to make decisions No one can buy Into that type of language And it's not attractive The number one indicator of procrastination Is lack of decision making Please write it down. The number one indicator of procrastination Is lack of decision making Number two as far as how you can say what you mean to me, what you say in 2018. Be more definitive. I need you to embody a yes inside of you, which is the majority of your victory, okay? You need to embody a yes. Please hear me. Before you go to the battle, all right, you must already carry your yes with you. You must already have the victory within, because if you don't have the victory within, you will more than times uh, more times than not have the victory without. If you need to self-talk it, if you need to affirm yourself, if it's prayer, whatever you need to do, praying all the God, you need to get the inner yes. <laughs> you need to to ramp yourself up. You need to light
4: yourself on fire, okay? <laughs> so remember, the style fire fire ain't always going to be around
7: to ignite you. You need to yep. know how to self-ignite. You need to practically, before you go into, like, for example, this is a practical example, before you go into any interview, I train my clients, we do elevator speeches, right? We train them to get an elevator speech, something that is prepared, something that is memorized, something that they can go to, right, that they can fuel themselves with or an affirmation that they can fuel themselves with before you go into, I don't care how many times you've been to in an interview. Isn't it true that <laughs> even including, you know, all of us, that when you go into an interview, there's something about it that just makes you a little nervous sometimes, right? That's natural. Mm-hmm. So you've got to get your inner game strong when you're going to be placed in a vulnerable position. It's been said that when you need to make a hard decision, your inner game has to be strong. Listen, it's so, so very important, okay? It's one of the hardest feats that you will ever fight, but it is the most valuable one. Please work on your inner man, okay, being strong. You have to convince yourself that you won't be denied, talking about interviews or anything else that is, seems like a giant before you. you got to convince yourself that you won't be denied. Many times we spend too much time trying to convince others, and more time should actually be spent trying to convince yourself <clears throat> because it's yourself that you really have to convince, not the other individual. Prepare yourself. Have an embodied yes that gives you the guarantee People will take chances on those who believe in themselves. Trust me on this. You got to be persuasive about that you believe in yourself, okay? And for the ones that really have the keen eye to know the difference, they can tell if you're faking it. So please try to come with an authentic persuasion that tells me that you believe in yourself and what it is that you're going after. Number three to say what you mean and mean what you say and have greater definitiveness in 2018, your expectation will determine your acceleration. Your expectation will determine your acceleration. I need you to get off of the deceptive feeling system and rather create what you want instead. I want you to no longer in 2018 wait for a handout from anyone. Let me help you real quick. It's not coming. The handout ain't coming. And the rescue ain't
0: coming, okay? <laughs> ain't
7: nobody coming.
0: You need to create,
7: all right? If you want it, then you need to create it. No more pity parties. No more excuses. No nobody's gonna feel sorry for you, and no one really cares, you guys. Please, I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but the fire starter loves you. And I gotta give it to you straight. Nobody cares. <laughs> so please. Govern your energy to the point that you can pull stuff, magnetize stuff into your space that you desire. Extend gratitude. This is a way in which you can help to cultivate this. Extend gratitude on a regular basis, frequently, that will give you greater opportunity for more things to be grateful for. We're not grateful enough in life, you guys. We've talked about this before. Don't forget your gratitude. Focus your mind to draw things to you as opposed to striving so much. We strive and toil so much, and we don't focus our mind in the right capacity and direction in order to draw things as opposed to trying to obtain and get. Listen, your labor will be a lot less strenuous if you learn to focus. Your life work is this. Be definitive. Expect every day things to be given to you in some capacity. I want you to practice that. Start small and then go bigger but I want you to practice the skill of cultivation, of magnetizing things to you as opposed to you having to work so hard. I want uh, this, in doing this, it will create the courage and the confidence that will allow you to be intentionally definitive, decisive, and resolved every day of your life. This is our first Passion Talk for 2018, you guys. Questions, comments, or concerns? It's
0: the us in the church, I
3: Love you. <laughs> I love you.
1: <laughs> love you. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad I was able to but You kept me you, you eased me into the list for the twenty eighteen and I personally appreciate that.
4: Three
1: things wait, I can wait, help with. No wait, wait, wait. don't look I just wanna say that I feel I feel no love tonight, but that's all right. That's all right. I see how, oh, I, see how 20, I see how we kicked it out kicking it off for twenty eighteen. She loves
0: don't love me you can Oh my god You know First of all Kev is
4: Listen she got great confidence She <laughs> you knows I know I got nothing But love <laughs> like for Kev And Winifred that's You right. need to get a clue yeah, You know a right eye 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 I'm don't you Don't even train That's sorry. Right. I'm going to You're 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 Everybody has Their different strengths You are strong And things. That Q is not strong in Kells is strong in no. stuff That Q is not strong in
1: But Q is strong, strong.
4: And setting people okay, up for use, the folly. I'm just sorry
1: uh, I'm, look, I'm using number three I'm taking my Listen. love you now. I'm taking it I'm creating
4: my love I love you now
1: Everybody, right. needs a hot, said,
4: Everybody needs a hot man. Everybody needs a hot man. You is a hot man. I love her. <laughs> and I'll be a hot man any day, okay,
7: because this is just what we do well. This is what we do. <laughs> so exactly.
4: I know we got to <laughs> check
7: out of here, you guys. This has been your Passion Talk, first month for 2018. Until next time, you guys. I want you to stay in purpose, stay in power, stay in passion, and stay on fire. Know that I believe in you. I want you to believe in yourself because you are the number one voice that matters to you. And go out here in this 2018 and this new year, not just for January, but rock it on fire all the way through the new year. Right. I love y'all to life. <laughs> and I'll catch you on next time. Peace. All right. <laughs> that was good. Good
4: job.
1: Good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah. All right, y'all. We got Love three it. minutes. Yeah, we got three minutes. So right, let's go ahead and say our our close real quick. Kels, uh, you can go ahead and go first. You always
2: make me go first.
1: But I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, just the show like always, even through our technical difficulties. Um, but I know we're we're headed in the right direction. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. go through the through the bad stuff to get to the good stuff. So had a good time with you guys, like always, everybody out there. Be productive. Have a good week. See you next week.
0: Yeah, thank you.
3: I missed y'all. I'm happy to be back. Happy New Year to everybody. Um, thank you, like Carol said, and I know Wynn is going to say, thank you for bearing with us as we tested out our new hotness. Um, don't be afraid as you see some test trials in the group in the next few days so that we can ensure that we don't have those issues going forward. But um, we are so thankful for each and every one of you guys. So um, this year is going to be even better than last year, and welcome back. Happy to see <laughs> Definitely.
1: um, Definitely. I just want to say again thank you for everybody who listened, who tuned in tonight, as you care. We we got we got some new toys that we playing with so we definitely appreciate you guys um, for getting through. I kind of I think I figured out what was wrong so that's all good. Um, thank you to everybody who always who's on our live feed, Scoop Nation. Thank you, Kels, Q, uh, Sisley. Thank you all. Appreciate you guys um, for everything that you all do. Um, great 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 show tonight.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, also want to make sure remind everybody don't forget tomorrow the Word on Wednesday is back with Pastor Burns. He's continuing in his series on the Book of Acts. So you can find him still here on Global Drive, on Blog Talk Radio on Global Drive. Um, and you can also find him. He does go live on Facebook Live, too, on his page. So uh, make sure you uh, do that. If you haven't gotten your new exposure, get that as well. Uh, magazine, get that as well. Lastly, Oklahoma City, we're coming to you on February 17th. Y'all mm-hmm. get y'all tickets for this Masquerade Ball. The Panda will be in the building. We got some fun games. Chappelle is going to be, he's um, going to be spending. We got some great games and prizes and and stuff. So this is for couples and singles. So singles, y'all come out. I think I'm gonna be playing matchmaker. Couples, y'all come out. I take care of your Valentine's Day stuff, so you don't have to worry about planning anything. Get your tickets today on Eventbrite or go to the event on the Global Drive Network page. Um, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. We will be back next week for another hot show. Next week. We celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, so our good friend Jamaica Lewis is going to be here, and she's going to talk to us about some of the things um, that we don't know, some of the quotes that Dr. Martin Luther King has said that we don't talk about, so some of these more controversial quotes. quotes. So it's going to be a really good show, Uh, and I hope you guys tune in same time next week on um, the Scoop Radio Show. Thank you all. Have a good night, and we will see you all next Tuesday.
0: Just give it, I should just bend it While you stand standing here First you say you're with me And then you try to diss me So I try to keep it low when you knock me to the floor Cause I don't want to cry tears you believe Below. when you cut me to the floor, cause I don't wanna cry no tears. Would you believe in there's love? Me?